what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? And uh, welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. That's we right. have Jake back in the house, everybody. I'm back, I'm back. Uh, people actually wrote, wrote us messages when Jake was <laughs> not here. And then we said we had a new producer for the show, Zach, in the background. No, God, please, yeah. no. Yeah, and then everybody was like, everybody was like, uh... What happened to Jake? We did not fire Jake. You're fired. Uh, freaking uh, Jake got promoted to move on to other things. Hey. And it just so happened to, uh, on Monday's episode, we were behind in 912 stuff and you just couldn't come over here. That's and right. so, you know, that that's the whole purpose. Don't of, worry, everybody. That's the whole purpose of Zach being here. That's because right. poor Jake was running around in all directions for a while. Uh, Noah is back. We do yep. have Noah yep, in, the, uh, in the building. Uh, Noah is quickly becoming a fan favorite. People, people really, really yeah. like Noah. Really, yeah. I saw someone voted for me in the nine twelve Top Golf tournament. So that okay, I, got, I have one fan. All it takes is one. That's it. <laughs> All it takes is <laughs> gotta one start person. somewhere, baby. All right. So today's show is going to be a little different, and I've already prepped the guys here uh, to get into deep thought so if this is if you're driving mm. right now this is a wonderful episode this is going to be while you're driving and you already know mm. the title which is <laughs> jake just strum the guitar <laughs> in the background do we deserve america mm. do we deserve america and and so uh noah is here jake is here i'm here obviously because it's my show and that'd be pretty stupid for me not <laughs> to be here uh i turned 34 in january jake just turned 30 noah is 20 yeah so we've got we've got a you know we've got a solid uh 14 year mm-hmm. range gap and I think it can be argued that over the past 15 to 20 years, a lot of things have changed in America. Certainly, certainly. Um, and it's not so much the change of, I don't know, uh, technology, obviously social media over the past 15 years has just exploded and all this stuff. To me, it seems like we have, you know, you look at things like the election, you look at the the riots and the lockdowns and the Black Lives Matters, which is a terrorist organization, but either way, um, and you look at all this stuff and, and it just, I, I'm, I'm finding myself getting into this more deep mindset because I'm starting to work on my new book. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we do have a new book getting ready to come out, uh, which if you haven't bought the first book, America 316, you can go to America316.com or Amazon or 912 United. It's everywhere now. Um, this will be the first time that there's a <laughs> sequel that's better than the prequel. Exactly. Well, not better, but exactly. follows yes. up. Yes, it'll be. No, no. Really? This, you think it's not going to, like, it'll, it'll do it. You're showing your age. T2 was was absolutely better than Terminator 1. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. There's been some pretty bad sequels. You haven't seen Terminator? Terminator 2, yes, have you, I Noah? Have. Okay. It's been, a, it's been a while. Oh, my God. Okay. But back to the All Future right. 2? Back to the Future 2 was balling. I don't care what I thought it was a little says. inappropriate. Uh, okay. Anyway. All right. So back to the point is the title of this episode is Do We Deserve America? So I thought that we would break down a couple things in this episode. And so this is going to be a good driving episode here. Um, where we come from. Where do we go? Cotton Eye Joe. Where have we been? We've been, I'm writing as we're talking, and where we are going, well, headed, is uh, you were super close. Close. All right, so, so, and this is important, right, because where we're headed, the truth, ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about this a lot, the truth, and this isn't conspiracy theories, this isn't all this other kind of stuff, the truth is there's a very large group of people in America that want you to be afraid Mm -hmm. they want you to be dependent on them and because if you're dependent on them you are controllable by them and there's a large group that wants to fundamentally change what it means to actually be an american so the only way to really start this episode and to have this conversation is to kind of talk about where we come from and remove this disillusion that we're taught in school, if we're even taught it in school anymore, yeah. about how America came to be, mm-hmm. right? How did America get formed? 
what were the differences in and and completely life-changing world-altering scenarios that happened for America to even become America in the first place, right? So Noah, yeah, being the youngest on the group, how did America become to be? So we need we be. need the Jeopardy. <laughs> ding, ding, yeah, I think ding, I think ding, it kind of dials all the way back to royalty in like Europe and stuff. And um, you know, you have a lot of great philosophers talking about freedom, talking about you know God-given rights, and then um, obviously England kind of manipulated the divine right issues stuff, and and then we found this new piece of property over in America, and people are like, you know, we don't want to we don't want to follow underneath that rule if you're going to be X amount of miles away from us, especially over an ocean for a version or a denomination of a religion that we don't. Yeah, that's really sus. Yeah, that's really sus. So the world, the world. Okay, so no, 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 no. But that's really good context right off the bat. So, and some of you trust me. I'm not going to insult your intelligence. I'm. We will be getting to the points here. Context is everything. Yeah. Right. So back in the 1700s and whatnot, uh, the distance between Britain and the 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 13 original colonies. You might as well have been on a different planet yeah, at that point, right? Real. Whereas now, I mean, shoot, in six hours you can be in London, yeah, uh, you know, kind of thing. And what happened was, and, and and you know, remove the romanticizing or what romanticism out of it. The when I was in school, it was taught to us that one day, all you know, colonists and whatnot decided that this was wrong yeah. and that this needed to be changed. And that the world needed a new power of moral high ground instead of that's bull crap. That's not yeah. what happened at all. In fact, and me and Jake have broken this down, there were 2.7 million people in the 13 original colonies when it all started. I would argue that maybe 10% actually wanted to like, uh, for real, not people talked about it. Maybe 50% of people yeah. talked about uh, d- uh, declaring independence. Only 10% of people were really serious. Yeah. I mean, like, for real. Sure. And a good 40% were absolutely against it. Oh, Loyalists. yes, exactly. 100%. But 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 it was the 10% of the 2.7 million that actually changed the course yep. of the world. Right. And you have to think about this. You have to think about the fact of this is this is the issue that we have today. Where are the people that truly stand behind something so passionately that they're willing to die for things. Yeah. They're non-existent. That's the truth. Further, we've raised a bunch of sissified men, women, she, he's, him, hers. Well, that's why I always like bringing up the same, you know, hard times create great men thing because it's hard to expect great men to come out of a time that is so easy and so convenient you know people have it so well that why is there going to be somebody who's strong and you know stands up for what he believes because it's easier to just be you know comfortable have an easy life have everything at your fingertips let's put it let's put it in realms of today so what ended up happening was obviously revolutionary war happened right everybody Mm -hmm. everybody's seen the patriot everybody knows what's going on okay (laughs) thank you mel gibson for educating most of america on the revolutionary war (laughs) um anyway uh, but what a lot of people don't realize is the only reason that the French probably helped us out is the truth of the matter is Ben Franklin was like a sex addict. Yeah, uh, he was getting it done. And and years before the war even started, he was like disappearing in sex caves for three weeks <laughs> he was in wheeling France. And dealing, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But, but look. <laughs> Benjamin look, Franklin's mojo saved America. The founding sure. fathers were not perfect people. Yeah. And, and we're going to get into this in a minute too. But th- these were, look, let's be honest here. These were rough people, okay? Mm. These were like straight yeah, up. Rough times. As you would describe them today, gangsters, all right? That's <laughs> yeah. who these people were, okay? That's who they were. They're rebels. Rebels, exactly. So anyway, Revolutionary War happens. We kick Britain's butt, um, and we get independence, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the part where it's super important for us to drive home of where we've come from before we can start talking about everything that's happened since then, okay? Um, something magical happened at the end of that war, all right? Every single, and of context is everything. America is the young, it's so young. Mm-hmm. It is so young. 
it's like uh, Joe Rogan says in his um, comedy special. People are living to like a hundred right now. Yeah, America is three people ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally three people ago, America was was created. All right. So let's uh, let, let, let's let's move on. At the end of the war, we should have. The entire, whether you believe Amer- uh, the world is millions of years old or you believe it's thousands of years old, doesn't matter. For th- at least a minimum of thousands of years, Greece, all this stuff, man, uh, freaking Alexander, uh, uh, the great, all these people, right? Caesar, everybody. When you win a war, you become king over that dimension, like, like, and you, you, you conquer and you move forward your purpose mm-hmm. on the people that you conquer. But that's not what happened. For the first time in human history, the people that won the war decided to do something that's never been done before. They decided that America needs to be a place, if it's going to be different, it needs to be a place dedicated to individualism and exceptionalism and democracy. Law and order. Right? They believed that people, as people, and this brings me to my point that's going to take us through this entire episode, they believed that people wanted what's best for themselves, and they believed that people believed that we were all created equal under the image of God, Mm -hmm. and that we all deserve the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Which one's most important out of those three to, to you guys? Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. What do you think? Well, I mean, life is pretty important to be able to. But what is life without? What is life without happiness? Yeah, it's not very fun. I mean, pursuit of happiness is probably. What is life without liberty? Right. Mm -hmm. So life, life is. I mean, yes, life is important. Noah, what what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, the the pursuit of happiness has always kind of dumbfounded me because it's it's not. No one's guaranteeing you happiness, Mm -hmm. but America was the one that said. Hey, like we'll guarantee we'll, you can try. Yeah, you can at least try for it. But my question and you is, you have the right, right to it. My question is this, and I got to get into our first sponsor here in a minute. But but I really want to finish the where we come from portion first. The pursuit of happiness. Why would they put that in there? Like 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 these are the questions that I find myself asking as we see where we are right now. Because it's not, this was the first time that they were coming from a nation that was based off of one thing, and that was royalty's happiness. No one had ever, it was not about the people's happiness. It wasn't. It was about, it was about, it was about a select group of people who decided what happiness looks like for certain people, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. But for the pursuit of happiness to work, people have to believe in individualism, Mm -hmm. exceptionalism, democracy. Pretty much, you can't be a lazy piece of human garbage. Yeah, you got to work. You have to work. And even even after the Revolutionary War, it was very, very plain and simple. You don't work, you don't get teetotal crap, dude. Nobody gives a flying, I really want to say bad words here. And everybody died if nobody worked. Nobody gives a flying crap if you don't work how good your life is. Nobody cared. Right. Yeah. No one, because it was understood. You have you have the ability now. We're all equal at the same starting point under God, right? But that don't mean that we that don't let, let me get ghetto for a minute. That don't mean we equal here. See right. what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. We started equal. The second you came out of your mom's vajage or whatever, you're 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 equal. Okay. Bam. You're an American. You're, you're equal. Like yeah. back then it was like, okay, you go get attacked by like a bear and then you're not, you're no longer equal. Now it's like, all right, we got to figure out how to make you now like later or, or, on in life. Back or, then, uh, back then, hey, you're 10, time to get a freaking job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have equal opportunity to go to the NBA tryouts. Like I can go do that, express my freedom to and do get- that. Horrifically embarrassed. I don't know. Jake. You've never seen me on the court. Oh, that would be good content. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the point. Uh, before Zach like like has a conniption in the background because we got to do the first sponsor here. Okay. The point is, why would they put pursuit of happiness? Everyone knows the story. Call it Christianity, hand of God, whatever it is. God's God's true purpose for America, whatever it is. Something made these people go against. An entire lifetime mm-hmm. of precedent. 
an entire lifetime of precedent and say, we just defeated at the time the greatest power in the world. Mm-hmm. By far. By far. It wasn't even it wasn't even close. Yeah. And we're not going to do what everyone else has done through the entire course of history. Mm-hmm. What makes people make that decision? I would argue it would be God. That would be my argument. There's a lot of people that aren't Christians that were just like, well, they changed their mind, decided to do something different. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, they gave the power back to the people for the people to govern themselves and the people to have control over the government. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, they were anticipating that people were strong-willed enough, were dedicated enough, were entrepreneurial enough, were uh, moral enough Mm -hmm. to stand on their own two feet and fight and continue to fight for the longevity that would be America. That's why life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness was put into our founding documents, constitution, everything, everything revolves around the fact of individualism, exceptionalism, and democracy. That is why those words were put in there because they believed that no one could possibly be human pieces of garbage like we have today. Yeah. And soon to be 2021. So now that we've talked about where we've come from, I want to talk about where we've been. But before we do that, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, Brickhouse Nutrition. People wonder why America was hit so hard by the pandemic, and the answer is simple. We're out of shape. We eat garbage and stare at our cell phones all day. What did you expect? In the very least, you have eaten well, but it isn't always easy. That's why I recommend you take Field of Greens every day. Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, and beets. It's like having a bunch of fresh fruits and vegetables in a jar. Field of Greens can support heart health, a healthy immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion, plus it's pre- and probiotic. Field of Greens is good for everyone, old, young, even the athletes. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. Drink it while you're making your coffee. It takes two seconds, and you will feel the difference. Go to BrickHouseGram.com. Fans of this show have 15% off with the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Also available in Wildberry. Just scroll to the bottom of the page. BrickHouseGram.com. That's BrickHouseGram.com. Promo code Graham. All right, so we talked about how America came to be. And mm-hmm. we talked about the fact of this romanticism that was the Revolutionary War is actually a bunch of garbage. It's not true. It was a bunch of hardened people. And the women, too. The women back then would thunderslap. You, women, you think you're tough today. You think you're independent today. Mm-hmm. You think you're capable. When's the last time one of you shot a bear? Yeah, they, they knew what to do with it. They were Ross. they were running the farms while the men were. But that's what I'm trying to say, battle. man. And they were beating the crap out of those bad kids the entire time. Mm, I'm I, telling you, there's a scene in freaking uh, John Adams yeah. where freaking um, John Adams' wife hears people coming and she doesn't realize it's it's the own the you know their own people mm-hmm. and. Buddy, she grabs that musket and she goes out there and she's ready to freaking lay the smack down yes. on stuff. So, ladies, with all you feminists out there, you think you think all you want <laughs> that you are tough. Let me tell you something. You go back to around 1779 and go mm-hmm. meet the women around there, and they will never mind. Uh, but that's not yeah. just the women, that's also <laughs> the men. Harry Styles and all these other people. Harry Styles. How dare you? Harry Styles isn't an American, but it's a good example. Uh, David Hogg. There we go. What a twerp he is. Go. F- Where's he been? Go back and forth uh, to, uh, well, he was really concerned about YouTube going down the other day. Anyway, back to the point. Complainer. Send David Hogg back to 1776 and watch what happens. <laughs> He's going to be somebody's girlfriend. Anyway, the point goes on further. Where have we been? All right, so about 90 years later, do the math for me real quick. When was the start of the it Civil War? Like 1862 about, or 1864. Do the math real quick while I talk. Make sure. So in about 90 years, okay? 86 years. 86 years? Um, that's my guess. Noah, pressure's on. I know. Pressure's on. 
When is civil both? When did Civil War start? I just need the year. Civil War started in 1861. Okay, 61. so you take uh, 1861 minus 1776. 1861 minus 1776. 110. 85 years. What? What? I was off by one because I thought it was 82. There's uh, Noah I, with I, that, no, with I, that I, new math over here at the end. <laughs> no, that's common that core. That's that common Yo, core math. I was in. so bad at math. Takes a whole page to figure out three plus seven. Anyway, I all typed right. it in wrong. All right, going, going back. Okay, but look, context is everything. Okay, where have we been as Americans? All right, everybody's like, oh my God, everything's so horrible. 85 yeah. years after we declare independence, we pull off a miracle. That's what it was. A true and total miracle. 85 years later, we got some problems. Yep, country's yeah. getting ripped apart. Okay, and again. for context, that's your grandma. 85 years. Mm-hmm. Your grandma. Your grandma. That's how long it took for America to almost be destroyed. Yeah. Your grandma. Had the Civil War. A lot and of those people, were tough people too, man. A lot of people oh, will man. say that it's over slavery. I would argue and say that it's much more over the cotton gin and things like that. But you know, we can get into the slavery, yeah, civil war talk. argument uh, as a whole nother talk, uh, talking points for another day. But eighty-five years later, yeah. freaking America is about to be no more. Mm-hmm. All right. In fact, it did become no more. They're yeah. like, screw you guys, we're out of here. It was on pause. It was it well. No, we got a divorce. Let's just call it what it is. It's yeah. like it's like your mom yeah. and dad. But who we got had a to divorce. live together for another couple of years. But no, before well, it was finalized. No, no, no. We got a divorce, <laughs> but subsequently, you know, we live in houses in the same block yeah. on each other. Uh, anyway, uh, and then we got remarried. That's what happened. Okay, mm-hmm. my parents. Uh, my, my real parents got married and divorced twice. All right. Same difference. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Context. All right. Let's put it yeah. in here. This is what happened. America got divorced. No, screw you. Yeah. All right. Now, let me go ahead and get this out of the way right now because people will clip this and be like, Graham Allen was pro Confederacy and slavery. No, I was No, I'm not. Oh my God. No, I'm not. Slavery is a stain on America that will be there forever. But context is also everything. Here's another thing about that whole situation. Slavery was brought to this country because that's what everyone else did. Yeah, Slavery was everywhere, okay? So when America was first formed, it very much, I mean, people were walking around with wigs and knickers and all this other kind of stuff. Like, like, like we were Britain yeah. 2.0. Mm-hmm. That's what we were, Yeah, okay? It took about 85 years for us to figure out, you know what? No, we, we, we got to get rid of this thing. Now, I'm not justifying it. It was horrible. But again, America, 85 years later, decides to get a divorce over something so massively known in the world. That's still going on today. That's still yeah. literally going on today. The same slave trade. Yes. Every single day. Context. I'm trying to put yeah. context for everyone here. Okay? Okay. Everyone goes, ooh, America is so bad and like, because and we had slavery. Everybody had slavery. Yeah. Everyone. I saw like in the early, I was researching the timeline of America actually yesterday. And like in the early 1800s, America was like the slave trade. Like, like I'm talking like 1806. Something around that time is when America was like, listen, Atlantic slave trade abolished. Not happening again. Yeah. So like in, in the slavery world, and even today because slavery exists like on multiple levels throughout the world like america really helped pioneer the way to move out of that disgusting time even back to the revolutionary war okay and the declaration of independence uh if you've never watched them the history channel has been doing some really good documentaries lately uh they did washington and they did um oh my god grant um and in the washington one they actually show this scene that you don't ever really hear about in school. And it was a conversation between Jefferson and Washington, you know, because they go to Jefferson about, um, uh, uh, you know, writing the declaration of independence. It's also in John Adams and Mm -hmm. stuff like that too. But they basically go, what are we going to do about slavery? 
because we know it's wrong. What are we going to do yeah. about it? Yeah. So and, and and they literally have the conversation of the wolf thing because well no to put it in layman's terms for everybody listening like context people I'm trying to put all this stuff in context so we can talk about how royally effed we are right now in yeah. soon to be 2021. Yeah. They knew slavery was wrong. Yeah. But they were fighting against a lifetime a world knowledge of understanding. And the way the world operated during that time frame was there are certain people who are not equal to other people. And those people would be slaves and they would do what we tell them to do, how we tell them to do it. It's horrible, but they were going against an entire lifetime. Breaking not, the mold. Not, a, not an American lifetime, not a British lifetime, a world lifetime of slaves. Who built the pyramids? Take a chill pill and listen to what I'm saying to you. Aliens. You really think that the pharaohs helped build that stuff? You really think that uh, the, the, the you really think that the slaves of Egypt and all this stuff really enjoyed toting those hundred or tens of thousands of pounds stones uh, across fifty miles just to get it to one thing? Shut up for five seconds and realize that America even knew that they had to fix it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't think that they just go ahead, 25 years after America's existed, they're saying we're not take, we will not participate in a slave trade anymore. Right. So there is all right. That's 25. That's a little bit older than me. But that's what I'm getting at. Okay. That, 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 that's older than Noah. 25 years. They said barely. That's a Noah. We got to fix this. A Noah later. They're like, okay. But what I'm getting at is even when they're writing the declaration of independence, they know it's an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they don't know how to fix it ladies and gentlemen you have to think about this an entire world lifetime presence of things how do you how do you change that like it's easy for us to play you know monday morning quarterback and go well it's simple you just don't do it what yeah. but it's an entire it's an entire life existence they don't yeah. they didn't know how to not do it yet and fix it yet i think it might be the proper reading of the bible the right translation and, you know, Protestants, you know? No, yeah. I mean, it was them behind it. You know, the first interpretation of people are created equally and... Oh, one million percent. No. Certainly yeah. wasn't France and Great Britain who were going to India and right. Morocco. And Let me tell you something. It, it wasn't the Church of Satan or Scientologists that freed the slaves or had the idea of, you know, maybe this is wrong. Uh, no, it wasn't. Okay, back to the point. 85 years later, America gets a divorce, yep. right? Okay, over a world lifetime concept that was just accepted as true partly yeah. americans are the ones through judeo-christian values who said you know what no this is wrong yep. we aren't unequal as far as who we are as people not societally no all that other kind of stuff we'll get that that goes into equality of outcome which i do not believe in whatsoever yeah. anyway so 85 years later your grandma okay Boom! There it is. Uh, how much time between Civil War to World War One? Let's let's test Noah another. Again. A fifth, uh, World War One started in what? Nineteen twelve? Nineteen thirteen or something 40, like that? Fourteen. Forty-five years. Noah, pressure still, is on. Still struggling. Pressure is on. Pressure is on. I know. <laughs> Take oh it off of me. Oh my God! All right. So forty-nine years. 20 minutes late there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nine years. So context, people. All right. So 49 years after the end of the Civil War, we all get back together. We all decide, you know what? We're going to figure this out. We're going to rough this thing out. And then boom, what happens? Freaking Germany. Freaking Germans. Uh, World War One happens. Uh, America gets involved. We go over there. We take care of business. Uh, and we take care of uh, the world. At you know, that point. You know, my favorite part about uh, the Civil War, just to end on that, uh, <laughs> uh, it was like, yeah, people are equal. You know, the war's over. Everybody's everybody's equal. Now, where are those Indians at? Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. The world is based around hypocrisy. Yeah. Okay. But again, we've got to go from where we've been to get to where we are now. Uh, Join uh, me. While Noah is looking up how long after the First World War. 25 years. Uh, oh, okay. 25 years. All right. All right. 
Let's talk about World War II. And this is what I want to talk about and the dangerousness of where we are now. But before we do, got to get into a sponsor. All right, Scoremaster. Did you know that the average American has 97 points they can add to their credit score and have no idea how to get them? Scoremaster is the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. Forget raising your credit score a few points. That's weak. The average Scoremaster user raises their credit score 61 points in 20 days or less. 61 points. Say your credit score was in the five high 500s to the mid 600s when you bought that new car. If you'd just gone to Scoremaster first, you would have uh, raised your credit score the average 61 points. You could have saved nine grand on your car loan. If you'd gone to Scoremaster before applying for a home loan, oh my God, Whoa. you would pretty much slap yourself at the money you would uh-huh. make. A hundred grand over your life of the loan. Scoremaster puts you in control of your finances, not the banks. Enroll in minutes and see how many plus points Scoremasters can add to your credit score. Visit scoremaster.com slash Graham. That's scoremaster.com slash Graham. Boom. All right, so let's take a look at actual cultural stuff that happened in World War II. Okay, here's the biggest initial warning sign for me. As I do research of my own country, uh, obviously I was not around for World War II. I only have uh, the history books and uh, everything that has been allowed to be known to us as American citizens who weren't there. What happens? Dan, um, Dan Carlin for any history buffs. Okay. Continue. Anyway, uh, World War II to me, yes, our greatest generation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But World War II to me, in my opinion, was the first warning sign that perhaps America was headed into the wrong direction. Now, go with me here. America did not want any part of what was going on with Germany. Now, granted, context, you know, we didn't have 24-7 news and all this other kind of stuff like that. You know, uh, countries were getting overtaken by Nazi Germany before we would even find out about it, like two, three weeks later. Just got out of a huge war. Right. We had just got out of a huge war. Um, But we were. We were blatantly ignoring things that were going Mm -hmm. on. Um, and to me, that was the first time we went into this, even as a country, it was the first, first evidence that we went into this thought process of selfishness, right? Selfishness. I'm not talking about this whole, I agree with America first, but there are certain events that happen, world events that start happening that you have to pay attention to. Yeah. But we moved into this this mindset of we went from if we truly believe in freedom as Americans for all people, then we can't just believe in freedom just for Americans, right? Like 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 on our core principle of things. Like if we believe that for America, then technically we should believe that for everyone else in the world. I'm not saying that we go out and establish that, but what right. I'm saying is what was going on at the time mm-hmm. was an absolute global overtaking uh-huh. that would have come to America eventually. And it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was the first moments where we kind of had this mindset of, eh, but what about us? You know, we're going to worry about ourselves. And then what did it do? It bit us right in our butt and then Pearl Harbor happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's that favorite that there's that very famous quote where our enemies, we've been making uh uh, washing, washing machines, machines while our enemies have been making bombs. Yeah. yeah. Right? Or tanks, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so we go over there, World War II, bam, make it happen. Back to back World mm. War champions. Okay. Not going to, not going to spare you this. Then something really interesting starts happening in the 60s. Okay. Uh, when did the World War II end? 1945. 49. I want to say it's 45. Official end of World War II. 1945. Okay, bam. September 2nd. All right. So 15 years later, after the greatest generation, 15-year-olds storming the beaches of Normandy because they lied about how old they were to go fight. So think about Mm -hmm. that for five seconds right now as your son plays freaking Fortnite and Minecraft. Uh, 15-year-olds were signing up to go die because they believed in America. All right? Now do you guys see the point that I'm starting to get to here? We're slowly starting to get to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. In the 60s, 15 years later, 
and 70s. Well, 60s was love, 70s was drugs, right? Yeah. Okay. So in the 60s, people in America start formulating this idea of, you know, we should, you know, we should be able to do whatever we want to do. Right. You know, why, why should we? Our parents were too strict. Why should we be married to one person? The entire time. Why should we? Why should we not have sex with everyone we meet? Why yeah. should we? Why should we not be able to have you know sex with multiple people at one time? Why should we not be able <laughs> to do this? And, and I'm not trying to be crude, but these were questions that weren't asked. Yeah. Before the '60s, right? And so then we fall into this, you know, this free love era decade, Man. which very quickly turns into the drug era and decade of the 70s. And I think that you start to see that the morality of American citizens, mm. the work ethic of American citizens, mm -hmm. the individualism, the exceptionalism, democracy in and of itself, you can slowly start to see it go into this funnel. All right. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the 60s, probably late 50s too, there's this huge amount of people at the top of the funnel. And then as the decades slowly start to go, we slowly start to weed out less and less and less and less and less people yeah. that actually believe in America and the idea that is America. Yeah. That, that, that nothing is owed to you. Yeah. The only thing that's owed to you is that you are equal under the eyes of God and under the eyes of the law as an American. Okay, mm. your skin color doesn't matter. Your religion doesn't matter. Your sexual preference doesn't matter. But that's it. Mm -hmm. That's all you're guaranteed. Everything else, the founding fathers, America in general, you're supposed to work for that. Yeah. And if you don't get it, tough Tits, as people would say. Well, the timeline that you laid out, like, makes sense with the hard times create, you know, good men kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because World War II, our best generation, they created a world where, you know, the boomers and everybody else could grow up in an awesome environment, safe environment. And that coincided with, you know, artificial intelligence and technology and social media. It hit at the same time. So... We just became so weak, you know, again, back to the, the main point you're trying to make. Right. And so then what starts to take place around the late 80s, 90s, and early 2000s? Anybody know? Like the big major... Tech. That, yeah. Tech. tech. There you go. Tech. Yep. Tech comes into play. Freaking Bill Gates and Microsoft, buddy. Al Gore and his internet. All right. So in the 90s, internet starts taking off. You know, we've talked about Section 230 that was passed in 96 and all this mm -hmm. stuff. But again, nobody ever would have expected, even back then, even when the Internet started going and, and uh, you know, TV dinners killed, TV dinners in garages killed this country. A good buddy of mine, before we move on to where we are headed, TV dinners in garages killed this country. And we've talked about this before, but it's relevant now. Mm -hmm. Noah, do you have any idea what I mean when I say that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I read the book. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, fair enough. Good. Fair <laughs> enough. Good plug for the book. If you hadn't, if you have not read America three sixteen, you should. But I'm going to give this to you for free if you hadn't. Um, back in the day, if you had a garage, you were like rich, right? Like people yeah. didn't have garages. People parked on the street or in the driveway, and then you had to get out of your car and walk to the house. Well, back in the day, all businesses closed at the same time. And most people literally like you see those movies now where like all the men like leave at the same time mm -hmm. and then they all pull back in around the same time. That was real life stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you were forced to interact with people when you got home. It yeah. was just natural. Like you and Bill and George all get home at the same time. You go check the mailbox and hey, Bill, hey, right. George, da, 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 da. When new, new neighbors move in, you go meet them? Yeah, because they're all outside. Yeah. You ain't got nothing else to do. Well, when garages became this just part of having a home, well, people started becoming hermits. And they just yeah. literally like, oh, I don't want to talk to Bill. George is a piece of crap. I'm driving straight into my garage, and I'm shutting the door behind me, and I'm going in the house That's funny. through the garage. Yeah. Okay? No, no it's community. True. It's true. And then TV dinners capped it off. And this is what I mean by this. Okay, so back in the day, mama or dad or whoever had to cook all day.
for a meal. For the, you know, there wasn't takeout back then in the 50s and 40s and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you could go to freaking, you know, the drive-in and stuff, but nobody did that. You had to cook. You had to come around the table, as it were, until the invention of the TV dinner. Mm-hmm. The TV dinner, which nobody eats TV dinners anymore. <laughs> like, like, right. people, They're people lean like, cuisine. Yeah, people are like, oh, my God, TV dinner is like, ugh. But back then, when it was probably... Like the pans were made out of mercury or something that really killing <laughs> yeah. people. People were like, yes, TV dinners. And what ended up happening was we no longer had conversations at the dinner table. We literally sat in front of the TV and mm-hmm. we ate while watching the programming of yeah. us. Which was another big addition to this whole timeline is the TV. Right. Uh, Ron Burgundy. Watch Anchorman. All right, it's a comedy, but the first 30 minutes of Anchorman is actually very, very relevant to what has happened to our society. See, back before uh, the the Geraldo era, Mm -hmm. news was this thing. It was like from 9 to 5, and you just reported it, and then at 5 o'clock, you went home. And then the next day, whatever, you know, news happened, and you would just report it, you know, as it were. There was no instant news there was no instant information to go to us as americans Mm -hmm. the 24 7 news channel changed all that yep geraldo and your mustache helped ruin america no i'm kidding (laughs) uh but but no i'm actually not at the same time i mean it did it changed things whether 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 ill intent was there or not things started to change Mm -hmm. and what happened was We became more and more dependent on technology. Therefore, by becoming more dependent on technology, we become more dependent on money, which makes us more dependent on either A, jobs that get us that money, or B, government assistance that allows us to have enough money for us to uh, move forward. Yeah. Now, that's where we've been, and I want to talk about where we are right now and where we're headed. Remind me, before we go to the break, the five things that drive us right now in 2020. But before we do that, got to get into a sponsor. There's nothing like that Friday feeling. It's Wednesday, uh, and we've got a good bit to go for Friday. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I mean, I like the weekend. I don't know. Weekends aren't that big a deal to me because I never get to take time off. But, But other people really love it. So, you know, Fridays are awesome. But I don't have to wait. For that Friday feeling to kick in once a week, because with the award-winning wine from First Leaf, any day can feel like Friday. First Leaf is a wine club that sends personalized selections of wine from top vineyards around the world directly to you. Because the only thing better than one fantastic bottle of wine, seven, is is a is a case of award-winning wine <laughs> that, that shows too. up at your doorstep. Every bottle is handpicked by experts with your exact preferences and palate in mind mm. for a unique combination of wine you're guaranteed to love. Uh, subscriptions are flexible, and shipments arrive on your schedule with practically zero effort. Me and Alyssa really only like white wines, so you know they send us a bunch of whites. Uh, it's you know. Uh, we have turned into wine people. Yeah, you have. We, yeah, yeah. We, we've turned into wine people. Yeah. Uh, I think it's an age thing. Plus, First Leaf <laughs> is a much more affordable way to enjoy wine from top winemakers and vineyards. You'll always get award-winning wine for an unbeatable low price. What are you waiting for? Get that Friday feeling like I do or Jake any day with First Leaf. Join today and you'll get six bottles, Jake, of wine <laughs> yeah. for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go yeah. to wow. try firstleaf.com slash gram that's six bottles of wine for $29.95 that's really and good. free shipping at firstleaf.com slash gram my 21st birthday alright in 2020 you know we talked about where we've come from where we've been but by talking about where we are we're gonna we can also talk about where we're headed mm-hmm. what would you say in 2020 are the top five things that drive us right now fear Okay, fear is one. All right, Noah. Uh, and please send us your guesses. Top five things. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Noah, top five things that drive us as Americans. And what I mean by drive us is, like, what is it that we care about the most? Yeah. 
I think it's af- like affirmation is a big one. If you think like social media and stuff, yeah. okay, likes, yeah, social uh, acceptance. All right, we'll say we'll say social acceptance. But yes, um, okay. What else? Uh, yeah, you literally took my social one. <laughs> uh, fear is a huge one. We care about what other people think about us, and we care about having money. You know, money is a big part. Okay, money. All right, what else? Two more. Give me two culture. more. Culture. What, what do you mean by culture? Yeah, that's that's too broad. What do you mean by that? I think like I guess, and I have like, a point to this. So this just go ahead. Kind of social. Do you have one? Entertainment, yeah. sports, or movies. Mm. That's what people. It's a good one. Not necessarily me, but I'm saying what the majority of people care about. I'm going to put entertained. Yeah. Okay. We want to be entertained. All right. What else? They want free stuff. They want give people me one, to give them stuff. Give me one more thing. College loans paid off. Oh, my Free God. Free money. Okay. Assistance. Taken care of. Yes. Assi- yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. My Coddled. Point, my point for this is why was that so difficult for us to figure out what actually drives us as Americans in 2020? Because we're so mixed. Like, we're so diverse on thoughts and ideas. And, you know, we don't have like a national identity and exactly Mm -hmm. and it brings me to where we headed and that's why the title of this episode and this is where we really get into the meat of this thing do we deserve america because the idea of america was a group of people could come together from all different backgrounds races religions whatever and we could all operate under one true premise that we are Americans. And mm-hmm. underneath that veil of being an American, we naturally acknowledge that we believe in certain things, right? I would argue that 60 years ago, fear was not something that drove us. It would probably be, in replacing of fear, courage. it would probably be courage, I mean, we're freaking Americans, man. We're we got, be- yeah. we're we're better than you. We got yeah. punched. As in Cat the throat, Williams we would say, punch harder back. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. As far as social acceptance go, didn't nobody give a balls about being socially <laughs> yeah. accepted back 50 years right, ago? It's more about being accepted by your like dad. Yeah, yeah. It was more about <laughs> uh, don't you embarrass the freaking family? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because we have standards in this family, and you're an American, and as Americans, we operate this way in this family, mm-hmm. and there is ethics and there is honor behind that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, money. Money's always going to be important. I, I think that's still valid, but but I think we valued family over money. Yeah, they, mm. people wanted the picket fence and the money, life. Money was just simply something that was that was Means a to an end. A it was a necessity mm-hmm. to be able to have. Yeah the things you needed for the family, but, but don't, no, don't, don't get it twisted for one second. Like, no family, family time was more important. All right, let's go to entertainment. I was still kind of there, but it wasn't as in our face all the time. Okay. But entertainment used to be a theater, a theater. Yeah. You go see a play. You go see a theater. It's a social Gathering, it's a social outing. You community. interact community yeah. with each other. Okay. Yeah. And that's the only time you're looking at a screen. As it soon as you walk out. It wasn't it wasn't this it wasn't this thing to where now you literally like your life now is you you go to work, maybe, depending on what your job yeah. is. Um so a lot of people work from home at their computer, they get up. They call Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. Uber Eats brings something, drops it at the door. You don't even have to say hi to the Uber Eats guy yeah. anymore. Contactless. They drop it at the door, and then you sit there and you stream stuff on your TV all the time. Mm-hmm. All right? And then last but not least, you said taken care of. Back in the day, it was understood that you graduate high school, and then you do something called an apprenticeship. And you learn a skill, you learn a trade because you, especially as the men, yeah, you've been to work for the next 50, possibly 60 years of yeah. your life, mm-hmm. hoping that you provide enough security for your family that your children 
can have a shot at doing something down the road as well. Yeah. So what happened? It's it's crazy. Just even going through that, just like do you do, do you see? I keep saying exceptionalism, individualism, and democracy. And the reason I keep saying that is because what we just covered of what we used to believe universally as like basic core principles. Mm-hmm. They were almost things that were not even spoken of, right? Also, another big one in there was faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody believed in something. So so that's why And all even the, if you didn't, you respected those who did. Yeah, like. but but good luck finding somebody that didn't believe in something yeah, 70 years ago. I'm serious. Go find them. I, you know, I mean, find me a less than, a, a more than 1% of the American population that did not believe in something. Mm-hmm. They weren't there. America was built on the principle of there is something bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And hard work, too. But the only way crucial. that we're going to achieve the ability for us to have a land of the free, home of the brave is we have to work for it. So exceptionalism and individualism has been replaced with defeatism and following, falling in line, following the crowd. Groupism. And yeah. democracy Victim. cannot survive on people legitimately depending and expecting people to take care of them expecting certain status, Mm -hmm. expecting certain amounts of money, expecting the government to to coddle them and save them. Democracy on that very, very, very principle is dead. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, if we've replaced courage, if we've replaced faith, if we've replaced family, if we've re- if we've replaced uh, uh, community, if we've replaced uh, pride in country with fear, wanting likes on Instagram, money, entertain me so I'm not bored, and we want to be taken care of, do we deserve America? Because America is not what we're seeing right now. Yeah. We do not live in America, the way America was designed to be. We don't. We don't. This is not this is not the government taking on trillions and trillions of dollars. The government saying social security was only supposed to last a couple years. Mm-hmm. Now we have people that are literally banking on social security to take care of them so they can die off. We have people that literally believe that just because you're not white, you should be given advances before people that are white because your life has been harder than theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Luther King didn't stand for that. No, he didn't. But, But again, where are we headed? Okay. Joe Biden. Look, guys. Okay. Things aren't looking good for Trump. Just be honest. Okay. I mean, yeah, we got till January 20th to hopefully maybe there's a there's a rabbit in the hat. But as it looks right this second, the real issue that we need to focus on is Georgia. All right? If we lose Georgia, it's it, it's over. Yeah. I'm telling ladies and gentlemen, listen to me when I say this. Honestly, forget about Donald Trump right this second. Yeah. If we lose Georgia in the Senate race, it's over. It is over we lost the idea of the war of ideas for sure america would be one heartbeat away from complete socialism i mean we're we're talking no we're not one heartbeat away i'm telling you right now if we lose georgia it is over yeah we are canada 2.0 uh freaking uh uh reward for work ethic is gone Mm-hmm. Because the government will literally look. Look, how many people do you think right now, if the government said to you, "We're going to give you four grand a month for the rest of your life, just to stay home, just to, just to, and do exactly what we tell you to do, and all this stuff," how many people do you think right now would take that? Most many. people, I know many. 
I would say 70%. Yeah, yeah. 70% of the country right now would be like, you're going to give me 48 grand a year and universal health care. And all I got to do, it's just agree with everything you say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. All I got to do is play, play video games because, because internet is a human right now. Remember Mm -hmm. cell phones are human rights, or at least that's what they want them to become. Yeah. So literally they're going to, they're going to create little pods for you to live in. But people are sold on that idea. But, but, because, but that's what I mean. Because we're they gonna, did a better job. We're going to create a little pod. You can you can sleep with whoever you want. Marriage is not important. Uh, you can stay in your homes. You don't ever have to leave. Uh, we're going to entertain you while the elites that are actually doing the entertaining are getting rich and powerful. Uh, we're going to give you free internet. We're going to give you a free phone. All you have to do is comply. Scary. The problem is, yeah, that sounds good on principle until they start wanting you to comply with something that you actually don't want to do. They already are. The problem with that entire principle is everything about what I just said is anti what actually made America, America. Yeah. America was all about, you're not telling me to do nothing. We are Americans. We do what we do. We don't do what the government tells us to do. The people have the power to do this stuff. Now, if the people said, you know what? Um, We're all going to work these five areas of jobs. All right? This is what we're going to do. We're going to work these five areas of jobs. We're going to trade with these sort of people right here. And that's how we're going to operate. We're going to be Amish. If the American people actually voted to do that, that's a different conversation, but that's not what's happening. No. What's happening is the American people are voting, allegedly, for these people. And then these people that are getting rich off the corporate greed, off the swamp systems, are now saying what you're going to do. Go back to go back to freaking World War II times. Right before World War II. And the government tells you that you can't leave your home and you can't open your business. You can't see your family members in the hospital when they're sick and when they're Mm. dying. You can't have a funeral for your loved one that just passed away. You can't go to church. What do you really think people back in the 40s would have done back then or the 30s? There was no social, like... They would have burned down the entire White House, Jake. Sorry. I mean, tell... I mean, please. Go go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm getting (laughs) getting ill thinking about it. Yeah, they didn't have social media, so all the backlash has been politicized. If you don't wear a mask, you hate people, you're a Trumpster. So they didn't have to worry about that pressure. So that was off their back. This is why... This is why if we don't do something right now, it's all over. Because of what you just said. Back in the 30s, um, back in World War One, back in World War II, Revolutionary War, Civil War, all this other kind of stuff, the world was a lot bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, China probably didn't even know that we freaking, or Asia, excuse me, Asia probably didn't even know that America was in a civil war so <laughs> it was over with. I mean, I'm just being, I'm being honest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, if... Texas decides to secede. China finds out about it in a tweet within 30 seconds, and they're already planning if they go to war with each other, we we swoop in and we take them all out Mm -hmm. the second they do it. The world is different now. So I ask again, do we deserve America? And, And the truth is, Jake, this is your fault. This is my fault. This is all of our faults because we have allowed this to happen. I'm not on the hook yet. We are part of the problem that has allowed this to happen. I was born in 1987. Now, granted, as a child, I don't really know how much I could do until I got around 18. Mm -hmm. But even serving in the military, I didn't give a crap about politics. I didn't care about anything but getting paid the 1st and the 15th and looking for girls. Mm. That's what I cared about. Yeah. Do we deserve... The idea that was America. And I think it's something that we all have to think about and we all have to 
really, really, really ask ourselves that question. What was America supposed to be? What is America now? And if America was this true, if America truly is the greatest country in the world, do we actually deserve it? Are we Mm. operating as people in America that deserve that kind of freedom and that kind of blessing and that kind of gift when every single one of us now, we just expect it. Hey, I'm an American. Give me my crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not I'm an American. I'm better than you and I'm going to prove it. It's I'm an American. I'm entitled to this stuff. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. Sad. Do we deserve America? It's a simple question. It's a simple thing that we need to all internally look at ourselves in the mirror and think, if the answer is no, then how do we fix it? Or is it too late? Or is it too late? Powerful questions. Powerful things to start thinking about. I don't really know the answer right this second. I got to be honest it's with coming. you. It's on our shoulders. Every day I look at it, I don't really know what the answer is. Um... Let me know what you think. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Write us. Let me know what you think. Uh, We got a long way to go, ladies and gentlemen. January 20th is still a good ways away. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're traveling to Florida this weekend. Let's go. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time. See ya.